and Acquisitions Incorporated Adventure for my friends. To my left, Santiago playing Warforged Fighter, Carl 14. The 14est of the Carls. And to my right is Jessica playing Verdan Rogue, Duck. Duck! All right, last time you guys were continuing through this mysterious set of tunnels that were at the bottom of this fissure. Um, you did find the remains of one constable boot, but Sergeant Tesh is yet unaccounted for. As you continued through these insane passageways, you have started to befriend a um, kind of beat up looking goblin named Gorko, who claims to be a powerful wizard, um, beloved by the Dwarven Pantheon. Um, and he says that his friends are all gone because of a big worm in the next room. Uh, but that's all you've learned so far. So I will let you guys just get into any questions you may want to ask or any investigation you may want to do. So last time I, I made a note that I'd like to bring Constable Boots remains back if we can. Right. But we're not there yet. I just don't want to forget that. Right. Because that's uh, important to Carl as a soldier that he uh, he get their, you know, remains back. Sure, sure, sure. Well, why don't um, we, because there's that little spider hole, we could put him in the spider hole, like, so he's kind of protected for now. So the spider crawled out of, like, kind of a, a cubby sort of deal? Like yeah, a, yeah. It, it wasn't a tunnel that went somewhere, it was mm. just it's... Hidey hole. Yeah. It's spider hole. It was like yes. a little room almost. Okay. With just a flap on it. I want to grab his name, his badge though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we right. have that. Well, definitely, yeah. Yeah. The badge it was already took in as proof. Right. Um, but. But then just kind of tuck him in there and. Yeah. So I'll uh, lay him, we, we can backtrack a little bit. I'll lay him in the spider alcove um, in, in a respectable position and so on with yeah. his uniform straightened and so on. Yeah. And uh, put a little marker of some sort wedged in between the floor tile just to remind us where it is. Yeah. What about the dead kobolds? Um, what? We don't care about kobolds? Is that what it is? Is that how we're going to play, Carl? It's not that Whoa. we don't care about kobolds. It's just... Whoa. He was an adventurer like us until he took an arrow to the face. Until <laughs> <laughs> he took a Fame. spider to the face. Until he took a spider to the body. Yeah. So, you know. I just, it makes me so sad. Just thinking about this COVID like, I'm so ready for my adventure. He's <laughs> down into the Dwing! He's like, He like didn't use any of his cool potions or anything. <laughs> I'm going to, I think because I'm kind of like seeing Carl take care of boots and her boots yeah <laughs> like he's a cat <laughs> bootsy the cat bootsy the constable but i'm gonna kind of see that and i'm gonna like take the cobalt back over with the other goblins and stuff and okay kind of do my like lame ass little not quite getting this but something needs to be done right. <laughs> and it's, it reminds me of like a pigeon building a nest like yeah they're really sad yeah. when they build nests, <laughs> but they get really proud of them. Look what happened! Yeah, like, that's look, just a pile. Look at my two sticks. <laughs> so as I wedge the wood plank or what have you, it's all like carved out and all. Oh no! 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 Oh no!
no, I mean, no. Uh, it, it's just going to be as a marker to serve as a like, oh, yeah. Don't forget. But I'll say, there you go, Bootsy. You uh, you did your duty. <laughs> and... Get out, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where did that voice come from? And, you know, your kobold voice, your goblin voice, <laughs> it can be... One voice. <laughs> it's all right. Get out of here, Nix. <laughs> yeah, I was say, it's whatever makes you happy, so, you know. That being said, if Nix shows up and you have to voice her, him? Her. I don't remember. Her. If you have to, if Nix shows up and you have to voice her, then that could be confusing <laughs> as hell. <laughs> Just back and forth. To be fair, our, um... Dragon Queen campaign had a lot of kobolds talking to each other. <laughs> that was like that the big part of was that campaign. Right. Oh man, too bad that is lost to antiquity because I feel like the whole table was just sitting around in awe while you guys had your little kobold conversations. <laughs> Shit was crazy. All right. So you have Gorko, who is or is not full of useful information. You have a pile of bones and gear, um, and then a tunnel that continues to the northeast. It seems like a prudent adventurer working for Acquisitions Incorporated should look at the gear, but uh, we don't want to offend Gorko by start, starting to rifle through... His dead buddies. Yeah, so... <laughs> He's like all like all ceremonious and stuff with like boots, and then he's like, "All right, toss some cobalts aside or goblins." Right. Yeah, yeah. Like he made a, you know. <laughs> that being said, must be this tall for me to give a shit about you. I, I, you know, I need to maybe play Carl more adeptly in terms of, you know, character because he's chaotic neutral. He's pragmatic to a fault, so I think he would just hunker down over the pile and start picking through it, looking for anything useful, without preamble or ceremony or asking anything. Alright, so Gorka comes over and says, What'd you do it? Uh, without even looking over at Gorko, and we're of a height, I imagine, where I'm hunkered down looking through stuff. Um... I think I'll maybe shoot him a sidelong glance. Dead people don't need stuff. Mm. All right. And he says, Are you a new friend for Gorko? Of course. I told you. You're on our team now. We're going to take care of you, Gorko. I show you something I found. <laughs> and so he like digs through the pile with you. Um, uh, and he pulls out uh, some things. Let's see. La la la. Um, he pulls out a, a belt pouch and, from the pile, and he pulls out a sword from the pile. Oh, snap. Hey. I am a wizard. I don't use these. Yeah, I see. Well, all right. I think, um, I'll toss the, uh, I'll, I'll ask Gorko, um... Why don't you have Duck take a look in that pouch, but I'll give that sword a once-over. Okay. So, um, 
tuck, just so you know, the belt pouch is has 47 gold pieces and a large polished red garnet worth 50 gold. This long sword mm-hmm. that he has handed here. Long sword. Um mm-hmm. is fashioned the the hilt of the sword is fashioned like a skeletal hand. And there is a skull and bones sort of motif prominent throughout the design of the weapon. This is a plus one long sword. Oh. Fancy. A plus one. Fancy as fuck. Long sword. Yes, which means you now have a weapon that is a magic weapon for the cases of creatures who only take damage from magic weapons. It gives you plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls. That is awesome. Okay. I already know how to use this as a fighter. True. I'm proficient with all martial weapons. Yep. True, true, true. Kick ass. Hey, uh, hey, Doug, what was in that pouch? 97 gold. Oh, yeah, 97 gold. <laughs> Want some? Um, well, I feel like we can maybe... Uh, this is a pretty great sword. Uh, I think I might just hang on to this. Okay. Cool. Thanks, Gorko. You're proving to be uh, most useful so far. Gorko is blessed by Dwarven Pantheon. <laughs> Indeed. Well, shall we? Big Worm is in the next room. So he's talking about like this room, mm-hmm. probably, because we're over here somewhere yep. still at the pile of bones. Yep. All right, so we got to make our way here and all that. Okay. I don't know. Can you for drops in that little tunnel area yeah. to go to the next room? Go ahead. Whoop. What was it? That's a five. Like, it looks like a single digit, so probably not great. So, uh, 12. Okay. Uh, no traps. A lot of stalactites and stalagmites and stuff like that, but this is a natural cavern. Fair. He's like, I gotta tell you, there's a rumbly cavern. (laughs) (laughs) She's my sound effects, bud. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is a worm noise. (laughs) The worm woofs. So what would you like to do? You do have this like narrow tunnel area before the next large room. So Gorko is saying there's a large worm. Mm-hmm. Okay. As I ready my great sword, I guess, because I'm still going to stick with that, even though I have this long sword for yeah. now, um, because it hits the hardest. I want to see... If I can get any more information from Gorko. So Gorko, what uh anything you can tell me about this uh this giant worm that we're looking at here? Giant? Uh slimy little legs. Mm. Noodles. <laughs> All right. Can I ask him in goblin? Like is there anything else he can yeah, so you articulate better? <laughs> he says, well, <laughs> there is <laughs> it is a large creature um, yellowish in color with armored back and a soft underbelly many small legs and 
feelers in the front. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, that is all right. Uh, no, no. Yeah. I, like, I will thank you so much for asking me native tongue. I'm still learning common. <laughs> it's very difficult for me. <laughs> all right, so I'll use um because I have that tele- telepathy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To translate that to my friend. Yep. So oh, you have to all Carl. that. So I kind of like give you all that information in like what he said, so you kind of get an idea cool. of what that is. I'd like to think that Carl makes a. Uh, Ding ding! Like new text message sound or something like that. Uh, no, seriously. Um, like, huh, that's new. All right. Um, can I? I would like to make a nature check sure. to see if I recognize this description specifically sure. for this type of creature. Absolutely. The mm. odds are not in my favor, which is in line with me not being from around here. Yeah. 11. That's the only disadvantage of using these heavy metal dice is when I roll, it sounds she like someone's knocking. <laughs> Aw, me. And Maisie's like, the are you knocking but you can't come in? <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, no, I mean, that would be enough to know with that, a detailed description that you're able to get, um, that this is a carrion crawler. Mm-hmm. Cool. Player knowledge and character knowledge have now become one. Oh. Because I only know the name. <laughs> I don't know, like, anything special about it off the dome. <laughs> carrion crawler, huh? I'll make some swings with the... So pitiful. It's like Great Jesse. <laughs> Pay attention to me, Jesse. <laughs> no one else is. Oh, nobody loves you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I got you. Got you. <laughs> got you. <laughs> All right. Uh, make some amazing twirly swings with the great sword, and uh, I guess I'll take point on this one, guys. Um, is Charm still out of heels? No, you guys have not taken a long rest. And Gorko is, uh, let's see here. Fire, ice, and poison. Okay. Um. He has shield of faith um, and protection spells as his, like, healer spells, but he's mostly a a damage sorcerer. Alright. I'll look at uh, Duck and Gorko and suggest our our system's been working out pretty good. Why don't you two hang back and I'll go up and say hi. So And I just want you to know uh, Gorko's fire, bolt and frostbite Gust and Mage Hand are all cantrips. Oh, nice. So. Cool. So y'all are going to hang back and nuke. I'll go up and tank, hopefully, and we'll see what happens. Okay. So I'm just going to walk You're just gonna roll in. into the room. Yeah, maybe make some noise, you know? You know, clang, clang, clang. Very like, you know. Yeah. Get at me, bro. So as you <laughs> move through that narrower passageway you enter the next large cavern and you can see this large monstrosity of an insectoid creature it looks 
pretty damaged already, as if it has fought many adventurers hmm. and prevailed, but not unscathed. Okay. So this isn't the normal, you know, challenge rating two carrion crawler. This is an injured carrion crawler, still hmm. hungry and dangerous, yeah. um, but oh, not quite guy. at its best right now. Have you seen one of these? No. <laughs> There's a lot of different drawings, but the latest one, their eyes are like freaky. That's oh, how big are they? Are... Um, they're large, which means that they're like four times the size of Carl. Uh, Carl, yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, they're gross. Um, so I'll have you guys all roll initiative. Um, and what I'd like you guys to do, since you have two companions now, is each of you take one and you'll roll for them as well. Would you like charm or Gorko? Um, good either way. Well, I need to do Gorko because he's a gabo. You're gonna you want me to do it or you're gonna Yeah, you, you would do oh, okay. Gorko if you want. I yeah, don't no, care. I fine. just thought I'd you know yeah. make sense because now you're now you're double goblin. Fair. <laughs> Instead goblin, of double, double dragon. Aww. <laughs> so am I rolling for him too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright. So Alright. What did Duck get? Um three. Alright, and Gorko? Eleven. Okay. And Carl? 12. And Charm? Um, they don't have pluses or anything. They're just straight up. She has plus roll. two. Okay, 21. All right, and then see if Gorko has one. Oh, yeah, I guess mine was actually seven. Sorry. All right, so Charm would get to respond first, but you're having her hang back with the casters, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so next is going to be the Curla. And it can move that... I think it's just going to. No, it has enough. There, no, the cavern is not big enough to. For that to matter. Sixteen versus your AC. Uh, no, ma'am. And what is your AC? Sixteen versus your AC again. Okay, <laughs> so, um, the crawler kind of half scuttles in a limp sort, of limping sort of fashion towards you. Its tentacles brushing over your form trying to recognize it as something that can be damaged um, and its mouth parts snap at you but ineffectively. All right, um, after the crawler is Gorko. Do you want Gorko to do anything? Yeah, can you do a, a fire thing? Yeah, he can do a fire thing. Uh, go ahead and roll a d20 and add four. 13. All right, that will hit with the fire thing. So go ahead and roll 1d10 for Gorko's fire damage. It was not prepared! I know, right? Oh, four. Okay. And so Gorko casts a spell. He says, By the power of all great dwarves, fire! <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, so the... Uh, Crawler has taken some more damage. It squeals in alarm. And after Gorko is Carl. How does it squeal? It goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yay. This is your standard engagement protocol 2B. <laughs> you just dash, not actual dash, but <laughs> just run up. Mm-hmm. And swipe with the uh, greatsword. Sure. All right. 
That is going to be a 24. That's a hit. All right, here we go. Oh. Bum, 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 <laughs> Seven damage. <laughs> One shy of minimum damage. Poor Maisie. Maisie, hush. She's like, no, I heard it. I heard it on the table. Don't throw on no dice. Yeah, that's what she's upset about. That's so funny. Alright, um, and now it's Doc's turn. Uh, Carl's close enough that I can mm-hmm. do something. Okay, yep. if I... Because he went first, so he's already up there. Fuck my life! Nine. I will not do it. I'm just gonna get distracted. Okay. I'm like, oh, he's so cute! <laughs> Okay. A carry on crawler. He's injured. I ate a finger out of a ooh, worm's ooh. or a rat's this stomach. This might actually hit you. Oh, gross. How is a 20 so versus weird. your AC? Yeah, that'll do it. Okay, so the oh. tentacles miss once again, which is good because that's the worst of the attacks. Tentacles are their tentacles? Yeah, they have Jesus tentacles. Jesus Christ. Um, but the, this time the mouth parts do clamp around your shoulder. Um, and they do... Some damage. Um, that's three oh, piercing damage. Damage. Are they spiky tentacles? Um, they are. Um, <laughs> do they have dicks on the end? Of they're they're poisoned <laughs> like gooey tentacles. Oh, gross! Yeah. And uh, that's the carrion crawler's turn. So, uh, Gorko, do you want him to do something different? Same Fire! Thing? Go ahead and roll for his attack. So, plus four. Sixteen. That'll hit. So, 1d10. Nine. Oh. Let's go roast that bitch like a marshmallow. Good job, Gorko. Yeah. yeah. So, Calamari. as you fire again, he um, says, Burn at the Dwarven Forges! And, uh... Fire erupts and spews forth onto the carrion crawler, who shrivels up into a little squealy Nice. Ball. It is no more. Yeah, like I said last time, nuke the site from orbit. Yeah, <laughs> it's fair. the only way to be sure. True, down, true. <laughs> Freaking bugs. Um, Gorko's excited. He talks about um, that this is good revenge for um, his beloved friend. Who came down here with him? Um, he says, "For Karen." Yeah. Oh. It was a good death. Okay. You're gonna eat one of the tentacles? Yeah. Yeah. Gross. It's like calamari. Yeah, it's like unagi a little oh. bit. Yeah. Yeah. While she's doing that, I think okay. I'll take another trophy. One of the cooked ones. A thing or something sure. like that. Sure. Yeah, you're cutting body parts off and like wearing them or some shit. That's completely normal. <laughs> you don't eat it. That's gross. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I like have no concept of like why you would not think this is amazing. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Stretching it out. <laughs> yeah. All right, Delicious. I need your map. Okay. Map. In the meantime, I'll take the trophy, but I'll uh, hand it to Gorko. You should always take a trophy, Gorko. Especially if it's uh, avenging the fallen. Alright, so he follows your lead. Takes some, uh, takes one of the scale chunks from its back. 
continuing through these tunnels, you find ahead of you an enormous chamber, roughly circular, with a high ceiling. There is a huge granite block suspended near the ceiling in the center of the room, and it's carved into the rough shape of what looks like a giant foot. Can I check for traps? <laughs> like, real it's hard? A little suspicious. Sure, go ahead. <laughs> it's suspicious. That's a 12. Okay. I'll tell you, I can't. I can't see it. There's a glare. <laughs> you keep throwing your dice at me. Like, what the hell? <laughs> you should see me bowl. <laughs> I should. We should go bowling, for real. No, we you, um, uh, What's that place? Brunswick XL. I don't know. It's basically... Uh, just... David as long Busters. as you guys aren't embarrassed easily, because it's I'm bad. I'm s- embarrassed so easily. I just, my sense of propriety <laughs> quite C3 PLEAN. Okay. <laughs> I'll finish my description and I'll let you know if you spotted anything else. Okay. Um, there are runes scribed into the north and south walls of the chamber um, that create the outline image of a footprint. And scattered about the room, you see hundreds of rotting, severed feet from countless types of humanoids. Oh, this is the gang that cuts the feet off. Oh, yeah. The killers that stalk the north end cut off the feet and heads and leave the heads and take the feet. All of the feet are bare. Thank you, notes. And despite the horrid wounds obviously caused to sever the feet, there's no blood anywhere in the room. Huh. So, I would say, let's see, you took a look around. You don't see any traps or anything like that, um, but definitely there's something going on. Like I said, there's like these glowing runes on the north and south walls. Um, so you're not sure what what is going on. So this, this almost seems more, more like some kind of temple or something to the foot. Potentially. You can make an arcana or religion check if you want to. Is it Foot Clan? Are we going to fight Shredder? Is this going to be like a foot fetish party going on? <laughs> Ooh. Two. Uh, so five. Yeah, you've never heard of any such foot fetish. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Ooh. Shit. 19. Hey. You've seen similar um, sort of things where you're from. Not with feet, but with hands. Mm-hmm. Like, you remember um, this, like, trapped room that had, like, a stone, like, a fist, and there are runes on the wall that required hands to be put on them to deactivate the magic huh. um, of the the smashy fist stone hand. See. Um, but you've never seen a foot one before, but this looks similar to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've seen this kind of thing before, guys. And I'll explain what it reminds me of from my homeland. I mean, so that being said, it kind of sounds like we might have to separate to the north and the south of the chamber mm-hmm. and touch the runes on either side with uh, foot <laughs> maybe to deactivate the stompy foot in the middle does that sound mm-hmm. sounds like a thing plausible sounds like it could be a thing all right well so, so who's going into the room oh uh, 
Oh, because we're just in this little looking in right here, mm. basically a yep. little entryway in the vestibule. Uh, hmm. Well, I can go into the room. Okay. And I guess. Hmm. I mean, if we're going to do the feet touchy thing, don't we have to go in at the same time, kind of? Mm-hmm. Or did I misunderstand that? I I think so. I mean, it seems like you'd have to get to here and here, right? Yeah. So... There are four of you. That's why I'm asking who's going in the room. Because you have two employees with you. True. But they've proved most useful so far. So I feel like... Do you want to go to one and I'll go to one? Sure. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. All right. When Carl walks into the room, a booming voice echoes through the chamber. It says, You carry the blessing of that which endures. You are safe from the foot. Oh. Okay. And then when Duck enters the room, there is a booming voice. And it says, prepare for food. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Um, and I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> okay. Why do I carry a blessing? Oh, from the, shit. From the pools. Really? Yeah, I would think. Because mm -hmm. you had to go through, like, the, 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 there's, like, a testing thing. Huh. And you passed it. That is the Queen's 20. All right. Uh, plus six, I guess, because it's a same yeah. thing. No, you easily somersault out of the way of this smashing foot, sliding to a stop in front of this wall. You're both at a wall with a glowing rune that looks like the outline of a footprint. What would you like to do? I guess I'll put my foot on it. Your okay. foot or a yeah. foot from the... Well, my foot, I'll straight up put my foot on the wall, I right. guess. You put your foot on the wall, and the room glows brighter. Yeah, I'll look at, I'll see Carl, and I'll be like, well, I don't know. Put my foot on the wall, too. Um, you put your foot on the wall. My sad little foot. Yeah. And the room glows brighter, and the stompy foot retracts back into the ceiling and seems to deactivate. Nice. All right. All right. <laughs> Linda Belcher joins the party. <laughs> <laughs> joins the server. <laughs> oh. Map. Map. Yeah. The tunnel opens into another round room. This one has dirty brown water, um, sewage, judging by the smell, streaming from pipes in the ceiling into a massive cesspool at the center of the room. There is a 10-foot wide walkway that skirts this pool, leading to a passageway on the other side. Okay. Um, first of all, gross. <laughs> if anyone wants to make a history check to see if they recognize what this may be, you may do so. Okay, let's do it. Oh, shit. 16. Of all the things, roll a queen's 20. Mm. Um, it was my history check. So this comes to mind pretty quickly because this is something both of you heard while trying to gather information in town. So you heard it in the common room of one of the inns here. Um, but you were told a story about um, an ambitious masked lord of Waterdeep 
decades ago um, who found a gate, like a, a magical plane doorway into the plane of filth. And he attempted to build a sewer system that would empty all of the city's waste into the demi-plane of filth. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and it worked pretty well. So plans were made to expand from there. But the problem is those kind of doorways go both ways. And so creatures from the demi-plane of filth started to come through, so they shut down the project. I mean, like shit demons walking around here and stuff? <laughs> but, uh... It does look like this may be leftovers from that experiment in city management. Wow. Uh, all right. Yeah, just a continuation of my first of all, gross. <laughs> so since you guys both know that, you may make either arcana, nature, or religion checks now. All right. It's all the same to me, but I think I'll stick Is with... It- Arcana nature or religion? Yes. Oh, yeah, they're all the same. Let's stick with Arcana. 13. Hey, I rolled a 13, too. That means I got a 15. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's it. There's, you know, kind of probably what this once was. Um, like I said, there's a 10-foot walkway that goes around the pool if you don't want to swim in it. Who wouldn't want to swim in it? <laughs> Yeah, maybe there's something tasty in there for you. Never know. B would be like, like just straight in. Gross. It's true. Paddle around like a duck. Like a duck. (laughs) Find a snack. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Filthy shit pig. (laughs) All right, so you guys going around the edge there? Yes. Yeah. All right, you may both make perception checks. Perception. Okay. 15. Mm-hmm. Also 15. Oh, roll buddies. All right. So you both notice, it does not get to catch you by surprise, a ripple on the surface of the feather. A shit water. demon. There's oh, a shit demon in the water. Because of course there is. Uh, this. Loops uh, out. Uh, this, this fun poo tentacle. Oh. A poo tentacle. <laughs> oh, gross. Sweet. Uh, so I'll need you all to roll initiative, please. <laughs> Look, you go. Dude, I'm not going to roll this. It's uh, 10. Okay. Did you want us to roll for. Yes. Little two. Scorpio got a three. I got a 10, mm-hmm. and um, Charm has a, what again? Plus two. A 16. Okay. And then the Pudicle rolled really well. So let's see. Carl, were you leading the way because you normally are? Yes. Okay. I kind of just assume that. Yeah, I usually go out front because tanky. Uh, 21 versus your AC. That'll do it. All right. You take three bludgeoning damage. Oof. All right. And you are grappled Officially. as the pudicle wraps around your form. Oh, dear. Okay. Okay. Um, and that brings us to Charm. Do, do you need any help? 
Uh, she's still out of heels, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, I mean, if she can help me with my uh, strength saving throw somehow. Yeah, it's um, that would be cool. a check my saving throw, but she can help you with that, actually. So let me look at her spells really quick. She is going to cast Guidance. So she runs up. She goes, oh, this is a gross thing. But she finds a <laughs> gap where she can touch you. And you feel like you should add a d4 the next time you make an ability check. Yes. All right. Um, and then she runs back. She's like, ooh, ooh, so squishy and gross. Wiping <laughs> her hand on the wall or yeah. something. Maybe on her cloak or I don't know. After charm is duck. All right. I don't want to get particularly close to this thing. Mm. I'm going to try and shoot a shoot arrow. Right sure. Um... 22. Oh, that's a hit. Alright. This thing is huge. It's not large. It's huge. And he's obviously wrapped up, so... Mm -hmm. You know what I'm, what I'm asking. Son of a bitch! <laughs> so, um, total of seven. Okay. My arrow's like... <laughs> Alright. Oh, did you roll your sneak damage? You did. I did. Okay, cool. It was uh, Carl. Mm. I need you to make a strength check to yes. try to get out of this ripple. And don't forget your d4. Got it. I'm going to roll a d4 after. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, nine total. But I did roll one initially. So Oh, yeah. So there's that. Nope. So um, you are still grappled. Still grappled. The nice thing about being grappled is the tentacle can't attack anyone else right now. Nice. While it's busy trying to pull you into the goo. All right. Um, let's see. You do start to feel as the tentacle's trying to pull you off the ledge an almost a very familiar, like, planar magic. Almost mm. like the type that brought you here, but okay. not going to the place you want to go. Not going to the good place. Yes. We're going to the bad place. It's, it's a bad touch. Oh dear. All right. Um, and Gorko, do you want him to do anything? Yeah. Um, Gorko should, I don't know, what do you think? Maybe try some ice? That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. I wonder if that would help, like, freeze him up, maybe? Slow it down, maybe, yeah. something? Yeah. Ice! I mean, um, Ice! So he doesn't have to roll for that one, but the tentacle has to roll to resist it. Okay, so let me roll for oh, that. Oh, I just got that. <laughs> uh, okay. Oops. Okay. Okay. Good to know. So frost begins to spread across the surface of the tentacle as it takes some frosty damage. Mm -hmm. um, but it also seems to be less nimble, like its movements are, are impeded. Um, 
let's see, blah, 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 blah. Yep, okay, cool. Good, good. Um, and that was Gorko. So, back to the tentacle. The pootacle. It's dirty. It's going to try to pull on move, but it can't. Okay, it's not moving well, so it's having difficulty pulling you off the ledge. Um, so that's its turn, and that would bring us to Charm. Charm runs back up and does that again. She's like, oh, it's still so gross. I still don't like it. <laughs> and then she touches you and runs back. Um, <laughs> and then it is Duck's turn. Um, is it like, do I, does it seem like it would be effective if I ran up and stabbed it? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look very, like, armored or anything. It looks very squishy. So you, you, any of your weapons would probably work. Like, would I be well. able to try and cut a tentacle off, perhaps? Or you a, could definitely try to start, like, getting it to let go. I'm going to make that attempt. Okay, sure. Um, that is a net 10. <laughs> uh, so so six, 16. 16? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's enough. So that, that will hit. So go ahead and roll your damage, and depending on how high it is, we'll see what it wants to do. Oh, it's 14. Okay. Coming for you, buddy. I'll save you from the poo arm. <laughs> As you slash at it, or right before you're, you're, you're winding up to slash <laughs> at it, and in my best Lando Calrissian voice, he'll say, a little higher, just a little higher. <laughs> Alright. That was actually um, pretty good. <laughs> it was not. It was not. Terrible. Terrible. It was not. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you run up and you make this giant slash across it and this like brown stinking ooze starts oh. to spill out of it. Um, as it, I mean it can't squeal. She's like really so it's just getting like, upset. Yeah, oh, well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's not what that sound is, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's the horrible sound it makes. Um, as it unnoodles from Carl but is still threatening the space um and so it is Carl's turn cool you are ungrappled is it in uh melee range yes oh all right cool let's melee that son of a bitch then you may attempt to do so all right 18 yep that's a hit All right, uh, 10 damage. All right, um, the tentacle retreats back into the fetid water and there is a kind of poo shimmery oh. sort of colored flash as, the, <laughs> as it retreats through the planar gate below the sewage. <laughs> Shimmering poo. Yeah. Like your dog ate a bunch of glitter or something. Yeah. Oh. Gross. Okay. No, this is your favorite. It's your favorite place. All right. Um, I will. I feel like the dogs need to fart like while we're playing this, so they can like really get you into it. Now in smellovision. Yeah. <laughs> I will uh, take your our map. Hand. 
I like how my DM guide has uh, guidelines for which areas of the pool are how deep in case you decide to go into the goo. That's cool. Um, You know, if you want to. To get the full experience for this episode, we should definitely tell people, like, before you listen, (laughs) maybe, oh, I don't know, two to four hours before you listen, feed your dog a nice full can of Hormel chili. Oh, God. (laughs) And some Taco Bell. And some Taco Bell. (laughs) And then... Watch, listen to this episode just to get the full experience. How about these party boys? Those all look the same. They're supposed to be watermelon, and I haven't come across one yet. Oh, yeah. I'm very upset about it. It's cherry. Yeah, there's cherry, and oh, wait, this might be it. That looks slightly different. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a slightly different pink. It's a different shade of pink. Yeah. Yep, it is. Whoa. Mm. Look at that room. Looks what, like a butterfly. What door are we, what passage are we entering? So, let me get my bearings. I'm going to guess this one. You entered the chamber from the south. Oh, down here. Yes. You can see, as you enter the chamber, uh-huh. a small, what are you looking for? Oh, like a brightly colored pen. Like something like this one? bright color. Sure. That'll work. As you enter the cavern, you can see a small brass colored dragon thrashing madly at the far end of the cavern. It's trapped beneath two large boulders that block the northern tunnel. Two dark creatures that look somewhat like flying squid darting just out of the little dragon's reach, harassing it. The only tunnel that you can see that stands clear is to the east. What would you like to do? Hmm. I don't know. That's that's good. Hmm. So should we we help the little dragon maybe, or should we help the? What is it? What did you say is harassing the dragon? They look like flying squids. Okay. Remember that squid thing we had in that Halloween game? There was like a. You did a cool sound. He was like a tentacly flying thing. Hmm. I don't remember the sound that I did now. It was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. And it's it's a dragon? It is a small brass colored dragon. Do Verdan, are they like oh. are they into dragons the way that kobolds are? Um they're into learning things. Not specifically dragons unless you want them to be. But they're just generally interested in new things. I want to help the dragon. Yeah, so table talk. If it's bronze, it's a metallic dragon, which probably means that it's a good creature. If it was okay. like black or red or blue or whatever, it'd be a chromatic dragon and probably be evil. Okay. So we'd probably be well served to help the bronze dragon. Can I roll to see if we might have any, if I might know anything about? Yeah. yeah. Me too. Dragon you colors. Can roll nature or arcana. Nature, Las Vegas. Nice. Wow. Hey, Queen's 20. I'm coming up strong with the gentleman's 20. Oh, nice. 
So. All right. So this is a wormling. So a young, a very young dragon. Um, so it's a little bigger than you, but not quite as big as Carl. Okay. So it's pretty small okay. right now. Um, you know that brass dragons are good and they are, they are usually chaotic good. So the kind of good that does the right thing, even if it's not what the rules say is okay. Right. Um, and you know that brass dragons, um, can, can breathe fire. They're pretty cool like that. Um, but this one looks hurt cause it's trapped under some boulders. It's right. It's just a little guy. Um, and these things that are harassing it, I would say with your twin tip, you would know are dark mantles. Dark mantles are flying creatures that disguise themselves um, like bits of rock and stuff like that and then fly down to, to devour prey. How big like of a that. threat are they? Um, they are, they are not the, they're small, like they're mm -hmm. about your size. Um, they're not the most threatening things. Um, they tend to, much like if you think of a squid in the ocean, if they think that they're going to be hurt, mm -hmm. they'll cast darkness, almost like a squid's oh, cool. ink, and they flip, flip, flip away. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wanted, can I just like blow my bagpipes and scare them away? Yeah, go ahead and make a performance check. Oh dear. Ten. Total. All right, and then I'll make a roll for the dark mantles to see if they have any clue what the hell is happening. Run over there like, <laughs> like shaking my little hands at them. Oh yeah. Um, so you, much as you did with the rats in the first chamber. Yes. Um, you nod your head like, I know what to do here. <laughs> and you, from your back, take off this giant plaid bladder with all of these things sticking out of it. Yeah, yeah. Give it a good breath, squeeze <laughs> with your elbow, and it goes, <laughs> and the dark mantles immediately darkness ink themselves and whoop, 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 away. I just want to use my bagpipes every chance I get to make Rainy do the bagpipe sound because it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> because dark mantles are not about that life. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Carl is bemused just looking at this tactic play out. <laughs> he had one hand one one finger half raised as if to say, So what we wanna do here is and, then and she, she just, just runs in charges in and <laughs> bagpipes are blazing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, never seen that before, but uh, whatever works, huh? <laughs> <laughs> whatever blows your little hair back. All right. So the uh, little brass wormling looks up at you and says, Thank you. Uh, could you manage to help me a bit more? I'm afraid I'm stuck. Oh, he's like a nerdy little dragon. I love him. Yeah. I don't be like, Carl! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, that's terrible. <laughs> no, but yeah, we'll have to stride up and stow the weapons and start clearing away the rubble carefully mm. so yes. as not to injure the poor Wormling. I like his little head. I love him. It, 
It must feel good to know that you're helping such a great creature. Brass dragons are important to this world. Wow. I am the great Dab Shaba. That was amazing. Oh, man. Carl is busy moving rocks. Just every once and then looking at the dragon to indicate that he's listening. Right. And I'm super into, like, everything he's saying. I'm just, like... Wrapped. <laughs> 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 yeah. Enraptured. I'm just yes. kind of... Eh, fair enough. A, a green dragon attacked me and my siblings and drove us away from my mother's territory down the Sword Coast. Aww. I, I found a little entrance and I got in here, but then the rocks fell. <gasps> yeah, that'll happen. I'm gonna make noises like that. Oh, sympathetic little Ferdinand noises. Uh, how are you doing, little guy? You, uh, you heard it all. I'm quite injured at the time. Um. Those rocks really did a number. And then those stupid squids. Can I give him a healing potion? You can't? I'll give him a healing potion. Why don't we, uh, before we go blowing potions, why don't we maybe uh, pitch camp here for a little bit? I'm a little worse for wear myself. Okay. And I think that uh, charm might be able to, might make use of a recharge too. Okay. Sweet. All right. And the dragon says, don't worry, I, the great Dabshab, will help keep guard. <laughs> hey, whatever, uh, whatever you think's the right thing to do, Dab, uh... <clears throat> it's pronounced Dab. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said, Dab. <clears throat> dab. Yeah, Dab. <clears throat> it's Dab. Yeah, Dab. <laughs> This exchange would probably go on for about 13 iterations, maybe, or so. <laughs> but Carl just go into sentinel mode, where he deploys the great sword, spreads his feet slightly wider than shoulder width apart, squares himself up, puts it in front of him, like, uh, like what's-his-face who watched the, the bridge to Terabithia, no, um... The bridge to Asgard, Idris Elba's character uh, yeah, yeah. in Avengers, he... That guy. Oh my god. Heimdall? Yes, thank you. I'm like, it's an H and it's right yeah. fucking there. Just standing there all, you know, majestic in sentinel mode because he doesn't have to sleep. Right. He just goes into sleep mode, rest mode, there. where he's fully alert, but just recharges. Alright, I'm sure. So everyone takes a long rest. Hooray. So you may... Let's cook up my extra tentacle. Boop. Yes, you can definitely do that. Um, and some. everyone can reset their hups. Roasted carrion worm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, y'all can share some food. Do you eat? Nope. I don't eat. I don't breathe. I don't sleep. That's true. I'm, I'm literally a Terminator. <laughs> I, just, I was like, okay, Schwarzenegger. I absolutely do not stop. <laughs> Taking advantage of the fact that you do not sleep while everyone else is sleeping, Shabbat, um regales you with many tales of how amazing they are um, and asks, 
What are you doing in these tunnels? Did you come down here because you sensed a great and powerful creature such as a brass dragon was in your midst? <laughs> I want to like fall asleep like curled up in him, like on his little armpit. Just like listening and just fell asleep because I was so excited. So Carl has uh, an automated response that happens when someone tries to engage him socially during rest mode. During uh-huh. what... In, in his, you know, lexicon is sentinel mode. Okay. Where he's recharging. It just says, we're sorry. During sentinel mode, responses are limited. Please try your inquiry again later. <laughs> All right. So hearing that every few minutes, he tries again until <laughs> you are no longer in sentinel mode. Until six hours pass yeah, or so, however long it yeah. is. So like eight hours later. <laughs> Dev Travis like, did you come down here because you sense the presence of a great and powerful being such as a brass dragon? I'll uh, flip the great sword around, put it on the shoulder. No. <laughs> <laughs> and Dev Travis nods knowingly and says, not all creatures are as perceptive as brass dragons. I would have noticed if a brass dragon was down here. I'm so sure what brought you down uh, here? I'm sure that's all true. And we're down here looking for a couple of city watch guards. City watch guards. Guards of the city watch. Whatever. What did they look like? <laughs> well, one was a man, and he's dead. The other one's a woman, and looks like a human. Was it a human in armor? Probably. I mean, city watch, I think, has limited armor, right? I mean... They're, they're cops, basically. Yeah, they have tabards, don't they? I saw a human female. Yeah, they, you can describe the like right. blue and yellow tabard or whatever. I saw a female with a sword and armor. She came through here. Uh, she went through the clear passage, that one over there. Uh, I pretended to be dead, though. I thought she might hurt me. She had a really big sword. Oh, cool. Oh, so she weird. went out uh, the only other exit mm-hmm. this way? Yep. Cool. Maybe, maybe Dabshaba should come with us. Maybe. Perhaps. And then we can help him get back to his mom. His mom. So, the uh, dragon whirling looks around. Um, it's, uh, it's like, so where are you going? Well, I mean, we're going after uh, Sergeant Tesh. The lady with the sword, that's who we're down here to find. Was she dangerous? She looked dangerous. She's probably pretty dangerous if you're on the wrong side of the law, I guess. Breast dragons don't worry about laws. We're above such things. Well, alright. I mean, you know, that's between you and, um, the religion check to see if I can remember what god they might worship. Um, there's my R for religion. 13. Bahamut is the god of good dragons. Well, uh, you know, that's between you and Bahamut, I guess. Bahamut. <laughs> Alright. Um, says, uh, I, uh, I can guard the room to make sure no one sneaks up on you from behind. See? Look at me and... Like, starts patrolling this little cavern. 
Like, are you sure you don't want to come with us? So we can, maybe you can, I don't want to like insult him, but I'm like, we could all be together and you could help us out. And then we take you back to your mom. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll check out, I'll check it out with you. Okay. But no guarantees, the, the mind of a brass dragon cannot be understood by normal mortal brains. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Onward, onward we go. All right. So, this is your last room in the middle. Yeah. The, no, oh, wait. this one. This nope, one. down. This. There you go. Oh, that's new. That's the new one. All right. There's only one entrance, so. Yep. Okay. So, heading east down the tunnel, you eventually um, end up in a crumbling chamber dominated by an altar against the far wall, above which hangs some sort of construct gearwork mechanism, um, ending in a massive maul, like this giant hammer thing at the mm. end of it. It's not um, like a collection of indoor shops right. or retail consumerism. The wall <laughs> to the left of the altar has fallen in and the rubble has spread across the floor. Um, and on the floor near the altar, you can see a golden device that resembles the housing for an orrery. A what? An orrery. I remember it's the mechanical model of the planets. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, the device is battered and falling apart. There are exposed gears and spokes, and its exterior pieces and plating are scattered across the floor. And splayed on the ground next to the device is the corpse of a dwarf. Oh no. In the southwest corner of the room stands a muscular female human, dressed in the livery of the Waterdeep City Watch. Her eyes are closed, and she breathes deeply, as though resting. And that is where we will end our session for today. What? Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger much? Man. Well, barbarians, and... Shadow Council. May our labors please you. I am Rainy. I have been your dungeon master for today. And you can find me on Twitter at BarbarianRainy or on many other places on the internets. Uh, you can find those in the description. I'm Santiago, Carl14. My links are in the doobly-doo. Hit me up. I'm Jessica. My links are not in the doobly-doo, so don't hit me up. <laughs> yeah, just don't. <laughs> just don't. Just keep that to yourself there, buddy. <laughs> Guy. And, and until <laughs> next time, barbarians, spend your rage wisely. And don't get pulled into the poo. <laughs> oh, that's good advice, I guess. All right.